Hello, welcome to another episode of Views from Michael's Window. I'm Sophie. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Talia. Alrighty, and today we're doing a little something different. (laughs) We're talking about the OG Black Christmas movie from the 70s and then its uh, remakes and unneeded remakes ugly twin sisters (laughs) black christmas 2006 and 2019 so a little spin we have on this episode is that we have been drinking we decided alcohol we decided to take after barb um og barb because we love og barb it's not Um, barb who is the drunk yeah it is yes it is 100%, 100%, I swear. I'm Bible. It's Barb. This is Talia's favorite movie, and she doesn't even know who the drunk of the movie is? No, Barb is the one who is the house mom in the second movie. No, that's No, Phil. Barb in the first oh movie. Oh my god, I'm so you literally, <laughs> you literally even wrote here, Barb death with unicorn glass. Yeah, well, the That's literally her death scene. I didn't write that. Spoilers! Oh, I, I wrote that. I didn't write anything. <gasps> okay, well, anyways, so... Wrapping that up, <laughs> we're all a little tipsy, and we're going to be drinking throughout. We just thought it'd be fun to kind of, like, do something a little different, get, like, kick off that holiday season, because, like, you know, drinking and such. That drinking. Egg, that eggnog was so co, you know, it's, like, pretty, you know, classic. So, basically, we're just going to kind of go through each of the movies, the original and the two remakes, because, like, we have a lot of opinions. I mean... The OG is Talia's, like, one of her favorite movies. Yes. And then the remakes are just, like, you know, their own thing. And they are, you know... Honestly, you guys said that the remakes were awful. The first one's awful. Or the first one's honestly great. The last one's awful, I agree. But the 2006 kind of goes off. Well, see, it... Go ahead. I just don't fully agree. I definitely think it's better than 2019. One... Just because, like, it has iconic cast and it has, like... Like, I like the aesthetic of it's it because early and, 2000 movies yeah. are just good in that way. But it's way too much of the backstory for me. It's way too gory. It's way too obsessed with, like... Too gory? The gory queen herself claims <laughs> it's too gory? I don't know. Not the there's gory just, queen. I feel like there's... <laughs> the I don't know. Gore. No, I, I, I agree. And I was just going to say that, like, I originally didn't hate the remake but like revisiting it I just like I feel like also like if I rewatch it again like with each rewatch I'll hate it more okay and like I feel like the first time you watch it it's like well this cast like it can't be bad in like 2000s but it's like it is not a good movie and it's kind of like I don't know. We'll we'll get into it, Yeah, my thing we'll get into, but my thing is, like, this is my first time watching the two remakes this week, Um, and honestly, like, I just, you guys have, like, been like, oh, I want to know your opinion of, like, especially the 2019 one, and, like, you guys have talked about how awful it is, and so I was expecting them to be, like, the worst movies ever to ever watch, but I, so I was just a little, like... Oh, like, pleasantly surprised by the 26, like, 2006. I was, like, much more fun and, like, enjoyable than I thought. Whereas 2019, I was like, bro, who decided that this was okay? But, like, 
Yeah, we'll get into it. So we can mm-hmm. start with the original. So I wrote that the original on Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 71% and the audience gave it a 75%, which I agree with. I think that's like classic, like it's typical for a scary movie. I think that's very good mm-hmm. for a scary movie on Rotten Tomatoes. But that also wasn't true for, like, when it came out. Like, it was very much more, like, divisive when it Mm. came out. Like, a lot of people really didn't like it, um, which I feel like is surprising. I I can see that about the abortion talk and stuff. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Like, not to jump into the plot a little bit, but um, this was, like, right around Roe v. Wade. And Mm. there's obviously an abortion plot line in it, and I feel like that could cause some, like, divisiveness in the, like, reception of this movie. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like it's hard to deny that this is... And also, it's, like, hard... I just disregarded what I was saying, but, like, it's hard to... Like, they won't... Let me restart this. Okay. <laughs> Drunk. Um, <laughs> in the moment, obviously, they don't know this is going to be a classic and how good this movie is, but, like, this did really spawn, like, a lot of horror tropes and, um, I don't know, just, but like, also set the precedent. Halloween. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was one of the main movies that inspired Halloween, supposedly. Yeah. Like, the movie Halloween? Yeah. It's, like, one oh. of the, like, first true that makes slashers. Sense. Yeah. Which is And it iconic. does such a good job. Like, oh my God. Because you know what I did? So I had seen Black Christmas, like, I think last year for the first time. And I loved it. And then I literally watched these remakes first. I started with 2006 and then I went to 2019. And then I watched the original just to, like, re, you know, recap. And I was like, damn, like, this movie is so good like especially as a breath of fresh air like after the two remakes like fuck those but like wow it is just so ahead of its time and you can tell and i don't know they just knew what they were doing but and it, it, it just feels so like it feels like they didn't even like try and it feels like they didn't even plan for it to be such a classic and it just is like but it makes sense well, I also feel like what makes it so good is, like, 2006 and 2019 are so over the top, and we'll obviously get there. Mm, yeah. But the original is just, like, it It has so much, like, suspense and, like, just, like, it's so iconic real. moments, yeah. you know? Like, it, fe- it like the only one that's scary to me is the original, mm-hmm. like, when we're talking actual, like, true scare horror factor. Um, but, like... I don't know. I feel like it's so good also because it's, like, not trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Well, I also, like, it's just very subtle with a lot of things. Like, it doesn't, like you said, it's not over the top. It doesn't try to, like, like, there's no jump scares. It's like, like, it's very much like you're following the sorority and, like, I don't know. It just doesn't try too hard. It's also nice that, like... So it's, like, you know, called Black Christmas and whatnot, and, like, you think it's going to be, like, a Christmas horror movie, and it's, like, a little festive, but it's not even really taking place. It's, like, not about Christmas. It's not about, like, anything in particular. It's just these sorority girls, like, on Christmas break. Some of them are going home. Some of them aren't, like, but it's just, like, the sorority house, like, just, you know, dealing with these people going missing and these weird calls in the house and so it's just like almost like got a a slice of life feel where it's like following this girl and her boyfriend and then you think he might be the one doing the calls and like 
you know, you, you don't know if Christmas is tying in much or it's just like, oh, they're on winter break. Like, so it's just kind of weird because people could be going home. So you don't know, like, if they're actually dead or if they're home. It's just, like, so clever. And I don't know. Everything about it is just so, I don't know, that vibe. Yeah, I don't know if we want to jump into this right now. Um, But, like, I just what you were saying just reminded me of, like, how many of the, like, tropes it kind of created. Like... With the whole boyfriend thing, it kind of created, like, oh, like, the boyfriend is the killer. Like, the person mm-hmm. closest to them is the killer. Obviously, like, the calls are coming from inside the house. Yeah. The... That's the original... Or was it, uh... I think it's this one. The... When a Stranger Calls. When a Stranger Calls, yeah. I think I it might much. be this one, though. And then they do say, the calls are coming from inside the house. Yeah. Like, I think that they yeah. say that in When a Stranger Calls, too, but whatever. But they're both very similar yeah. movies, too. But there's also just, like, the cops outside are dead. Like, yeah. that thing and, like, I, there's the final... I mean, it's definitely not the, like, first... It might be the first... I don't know what the first final girl is. Like, we would have to do research on that. But, like, it's, like... I mean... Putting forth the I final I feel like you could trope. argue that there's not a final girl in this Yeah, because doesn't the main girl end up dead? Yeah, but, like, it... It, it Billy, doesn't kind of, like... Final girl. Yeah. But it, like, kind of makes you think. Like, she yeah. is a final girl and like, what people think of as a final girl, you know? Not completely, because, like... Yeah, she has that energy, I guess. Yeah. There also, is, like, some things that, like, of the classic final girl, though, that she might not, like, pertain to. But, like, she does, per- like, make us think of a final girl. Mm-hmm. What's so fun about this movie is, like, the the cast like the people in the movie don't know what's going on for literally the entire movie almost and mm-hmm. even at the end they st- the cops mm-hmm. don't know there's someone upstairs with all the dead bodies they're missing mm-hmm. um but in the remake it's interesting because i had forgotten until we were like watching it and stuff again like that they find out pretty early and they like see people being killed in front of them Mm-hmm. And then oh, in, yeah. in 2019, there's a lot more of, like, scenes with, like, all well, the girls like all fighting the, back. It's all of the fraternity, like, yeah. fighting yeah. them. 2019 just, is a whole it's different thing yeah. that we like, have to get into. The original, you, like, well, you most know of the people the, in that movie don't even know what the real yeah, like, killer is. You know from the start that this the first girl is murdered in the attic, like, immediately. But and no one knows No one that, knows yeah. until literally the end. But they and don't find out. Every, right, and then everyone keeps... Well, uh, the main girl, I'm forgetting her name because Jessica, she um, goes and she finds uh, Barb and the Phil. Phil and they're like dead. And it's it's after she's like calling for them when the cops are like, there's one in the house. <laughs> and then she, you know, ends up. What's her accent her in that movie? I want to say Australian. No, it's I British just, for sure. She goes, Bob, answer me. She goes, I would have. I was just thinking it was like older, timey. Because like she accent. sounds like she like her her voice is so intriguing. It's got to be British. She goes pizza, but I didn't like. It's I, a little weird. I agree. Accent. It's like a little it's weird. But Australian, I thought it was just though. like an older like you know how in like older movies it's like kind of just like a like a different voice, right? Like you know like yeah. like that. Hello, okay, we're gonna we're gonna cut that. But like it's <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. She she does have an intriguing accent, so we don't know. But um, shall we get into the plot? Okay, so we'll just briefly talk about the plot. Um, so basically, yeah, it's, it's taking place in the sorority house, and these girls are getting ready for winter break. Some of them are leaving for home. Some of them are staying there. 
Um, yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, like, they've been... <laughs> I want just, to just, like, go around. I, yeah, I'll, I'll just, like, an no, outline of the That's, movie. like, really, like, a good synopsis, yeah. though, because you shouldn't know too much going into this movie if you haven't watched it. Yeah. I would suggest watching it if you don't. So, I, I mean, mean, obviously, I'm, we've already spoiled a couple things. Yeah. If, but you're, like, gonna wa- if you're gonna watch <laughs> any of these movies, you have to watch this movie. It's a classic, and it's so, it's good. so good. Like, I remember the first time me and Kelsey watched it, we were like glued to the screen the entire time and it was, it was kind of like, it gave me the same feeling like uneasy feeling as uh the original texas chainsaw yes mm. like after i watched i think it. they came out in the same year too it's which pretty is dark fun. i feel I, like we watched them one after another maybe we didn't no we didn't no we didn't <laughs> um but, but it was it, it was kind of close but yeah. it's just like i don't know like something about the, like they're so simple but like i don't know like they I think it's because they came before all these movies that, like, spawn these, like, reconceptions of the, like, it, I don't know, it's just a very, like, obviously fresh take because it's the first one and it's, like, mm-hmm. nice to know where all these, like, tropes and just, like, Yeah, because you can tell that this, like, from, paved you know? the way for a lot of movies yeah. coming ahead. Like, um, yeah, it's just... Amazing. I'm pretty sure they, like, the original screenplay, it was just based on, like, these murders... Because it's originally, like, the person that wrote it's from Canada, I believe, or something. Mm. Um, but it was just based on these, like, real-life murders. And they, like, oh, really? this story sparked wow. their Interesting. thing. But they didn't, like, fully... It didn't fully, like, line up. <laughs> so, basically, yeah. So, they're... Um, and one girl is in her room, and she just gets, like, brutally murdered. She gets a bag over her head, and she, like, dies immediately. And you're like, what? Movie and, poster. But, yeah, literally. And it's when everybody thinks that she left already. Um, and so no one really sees an issue about it because, obviously, she's supposed to go home for the holidays. But then her dad... Um, you know, calls the house and he's like, my daughter never came home. Like, what's going on? And we feel really bad for him because poor guy's daughter is clearly dead and he doesn't (laughs) know. And so he goes to like the house mother and she's an alcoholic and she's not really helping out and no one really knows what's going on with her. Anyone want to take the reins of what happens next? Um, and also throughout this, I don't know if you already said this, but, like, they're getting these weird calls, and they, like, they call this person the moaner, because he just calls, Mm -hmm. and sometimes he, like, puts on these voices, and he's, like, creating this scene, and And they, like... definitely, like, threatening calls. Yeah. scary. And they're just, like, I mean, creepy man calling you is always Mm -hmm. kind of weird vibes. And he's, Um, like, moaning, breathing heavily, like, Mm -hmm. saying he's gonna kill them, and... And, like, throughout the movie, his calls become more escalated of, like, he's mad and, like, it's talking about, like, different things with his mother and then he's recreating different scenes with, like... Because we already talked about there's a storyline in it where the main character, Jess, is telling her boyfriend that, like, she wants to have an abortion and... One of mm-hmm. his calls is like it's about the killing the you baby. You can't kill the baby. Yeah. So that's why like people think like it's they're trying sense. like it's a red herring that her boyfriend, Peter, is the killer kind of thing. Um Talia, did you have something to say? Yeah, also just like the characters obviously don't know this, but the phone calls always come after a kill. 
And they um, say that later in the movie, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like initially, the characters don't know this, but like mm-hmm. the way obviously it's set up, like someone's killed, and then like a phone call will happen, mm-hmm. um, and that's like the first person is killed pretty early on in the movie, and we get a phone. Like I don't know, it's just like yeah. Another thing, the pacing is so good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, so good. Yeah, and so pretty much, yeah, they're just getting these threatening calls and they don't know what's going on. And meanwhile, Jess, Jesse or Jess? Jess. Jess. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what it is about me. I just can't remember characters' names. I remembered Peter, though. Whenever I, Peter. Whenever I think about not remembering characters' names, I think of Sienna. <laughs> Sienna. Sienna. Terrifier, too. Little Jimmy. See, I literally didn't even know. Like, <laughs> Rest I thought her name was Sierra. Jimmy. That's what we thought. But then we looked it up and it was but Sienna. But then we fact-checked Sienna. Oh. But, um, tell you. so anyways, Jess, what was I going with this? Jess and Pita are having their own issues because Peter, uh, he like performs to be in this music school or music thing and he doesn't get it or something. And he's like, I want to change my plan. Let's just get married. And she's like, no. And she's pregnant and she wants to get an abortion and he won't let her. And it's just like kind of confusing and we don't like Peter, but like, then it makes it seem like, oh, he's obviously making the calls, but then the person making the calls keeps talking about a billy so we're like is it billy and so basically she goes to the police with this but what happens is a little girl gets found killed in their neighborhood right it's the neighborhood it's the woods like the woods near them like surrounding the school and so they immediately are like this is clearly tied to like the phone calls which like eh, who knows um yeah what's the point of that like, like, is I that just like another a, red herring kind of thing? Yeah, because, like, I, how do we know that, like, Billy is, you know, responsible for this? I feel I like... I don't it, think in, he is. No, it's just he's he scared, honestly. He I doesn't think. leave the house. Yeah, in my like, head, it was just, like, it was this murder that, like... Because, like, obviously in communities, like, murders will sometimes happen. And, like, mm-hmm. they were like, well, there's all... There's these weird, like, disappearances happening. It has to be tied because we're a small college town. Yeah, like, what else would it be? But, like, I just don't think it's related. I think it's good, though, because if you think about it, in all these, like, stalker stories, and I'm sure this happens in real life, sad and God forbid, but, like, whenever, you know, people go to the police or anyone, like, with uh, scary phone calls or anything, like, uh, any note of them being stalked, it's always, like, oh, like, we can't do anything about it. Or, like, well, are they harming you? Like, do you feel threatened? Like, it's not that big of a deal. And so that's always, like, a trope, I feel like, in stalker stories. But with this, I think that, like, having... I think that it's... it's They add that that child gets murdered in the woods so that it gives them reason to be like, okay, this is actually mm-hmm. a threat. And, like, this could... In, like, them tying it together makes sense so that it gives them something to kind of go off. Um you know following right because like even though they should have like taken the girl seriously anyway that mm-hmm. gives the cops more of a reason to take her seriously well, exactly because also like i feel like a common thing is like they'll like people will report someone's missing and it's like only been a couple of hours or like a mm-hmm. day and it's like you need 48 hours to report right, it especially and that when wasn't... the dad is coming to them mm-hmm. being like my daughter's missing and they're like it hasn't even been a day like her bus could have been delayed or like who knows what could have happened so it i think it just all kind of ties in together to kind of make it like it just raises the stakes uh in total 
Um, so basically this girl gets murdered in the woods and everyone starts freaking out and now they're kind of tying it with these calls that they're getting because let's be honest, these calls are fucking terrifying. Like they're very gross and scary. Yeah. And yes. they're like if I got calls like this, I would call the police immediately too, because it's just so fucking creepy what he's saying to them. And then especially when he's talking about the baby and stuff, and so Jess basically, or they go to the police, and, um, oh, Barb goes to the police, and, uh, she, (laughs) iconic, yeah, do you want to describe what happens there? Yeah, I mean, but, like, basically, they're just, like, reporting this disappearance, murder, whatever, and I think he's, like, asking her, like, house number or something, and she starts spelling out, um, Felicio. Felicio, yeah, and if you don't know, I... Most people know what this is, but, like, if you don't, like, obviously look it up. Um, and we find out later that the cop doesn't know what this is, and he, like, completely takes them seriously. He, like, writes out, oh, Felicio, how oh. do you spell that? Yeah, and she spells it out, and it's, like, it's, like, a thing later in the movie where they're, like... The cop is, yeah. like, Felicio, and the cops are, like, you're joking, and they just start dying of Yeah, laughter. and they, they just don't take them seriously after that, but, like, Which, yeah. that's also the same cop that, like fucking fucks over jess because like they're like call jess but like and tell right, her to no, get out of the so house dumb. but don't scare her but don't tell her a, what that's the same cop that fell for the police yeah. joke so <laughs> makes sense because yeah. yeah well what happens is then they get this guy who's like working with the phone lines and they're gonna try and track the caller but this is back in the 70s where like you know obviously we don't have like iphones and find my friends and google whatever and so um, he's like, okay, I'm going to try and track the calls, like, manually, so you have to keep him on as long as you can, and so we go through a couple rounds of him calling, and, and we, you know, they're not long enough, so she's just really trying to keep him on for long enough. Um, meanwhile, other people are dying along the way, and, I mean, honestly, the plot is pretty simple, if you think about it. Like, we're pretty much at the end of the movie. Because um, then he finally tracks it, and he finds out that it's taking place in the house. Um, because he's been in the attic with these dead bodies the entire time. Um, and so then they're like, he's in the house, get out of the house. And then she's, like, not leaving the house, because she's an idiot. And that's her iconic, like, that's when I love her accent the most. I was already saying it, but, like... Bob, Phil, answer me! Answer me! Okay, also, you guys might be right, though, about the Australian accent, because she reminds me of... But it's Oli- not fully Australian. But she reminds me of Olivia Newton-John in Greece. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, the, like, Danny? Mm. <laughs> like, also, she we skipped be. over my favorite kill scene. We can Is get it to it, or do you want to do it now? <laughs> well, I was going to bring up our favorite kill yeah. scenes, because I think that all of ours has that. All of us... Has that kill scene. The reason I love it so much is obviously, like, what Barb is killed with is, like, the glass unicorn, which is an iconic, like, thing throughout the movies, um, and even in the sequel, but, like, I just love that, like, Jess goes to the door, and while the carolers are singing, wow, that sounded really weird coming from mouth. when the carolers are singing, it does that, like, flash, like, in and out of, like, we're seeing the carolers, and then we're seeing Barb being stabbed to death. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, love it. And, like, I don't know. This movie just has such a good, like, No, that Christmas scene is vibe. so poetic and beautiful. Like, her getting killed with the statue while the carolers are singing is just, like, 
literally something out of a dream. Like, it's just, like, such an iconic, amazing moment in cinematic history. And I did look it up, and Jess's actor is English. Hmm. So she's not Australian. Hmm. Um... But yeah, so basically she ends up dying, and so does Peter. And yeah, Barb. And then we end up with um, just getting like we hear these this ringing, and then it just like the, it shows it pans the house, and then we just have this ringing, and then the credits roll, and it's so. I don't even know. Well, like it's, it's just very so ominous. Explain, though, it's like the cops leave her just there because she's unconscious, and Peter she kills Peter. And they right. think that Peter was the killer all along, so they just leave her in the house. Well, yeah, she ends alluded- up she ends up killing Peter. Yeah. yeah, and they're like, "Oh, she's fine." So we'll just we'll yeah. talk to her in like a day or two when she is like fully there for questioning and like just to figure out what's yeah. going on. But it's like I forgot like, that she lives. In sorry. The end. <laughs> Yeah. She is a final girl. I thought that she died at the end, but I remember No, she her. does die at it's, the end. It's, she opens her eyes and... It's, pro- it's like... The end scene of the movie is literally Wait, the phone ringing. And that's the whole thing with, like... They're like, at when the phone rings, he calls after he kills. So that's, like, right. the whole... Like, they set mm-hmm. that up so at the end, they don't even have to show Jess's death. Yeah, we should know, know that Jess died. Yeah, I didn't even get that till the second time we watched it and you pointed that out. I was like... Oh, you know, like yeah. I did not get that the first time mm-hmm. from that, mm-hmm. but I it's also weird, just like I think in shock of like how just good that so movie good. was. Yeah, it's just like so. I don't know. They just do everything right. You know, I feel like I have no qualms. So yeah. we were gonna pretty much bring up like our favorite uh, deaths, our favorite characters, um, things like that. I feel like, but I, I feel like in this one, it's just, like, clearly Barb's death is the best. I mean, Talia, I don't know if you have a separate one. I mean, I, mean, I that, feel like it's hard to argue that it isn't, you know? Because a couple people also die off screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it is iconic and, like... It's also, like... I she, mean, the paper, or not the paper, the plastic bag, like, it's just, like, iconic. Because, yeah. like, it's the movie poster and just, like... I also, I don't know, I I love the movie poster in its own right, but also just, like, you did paint it for me, and, like, oh, yeah, we also, should I will treasure that forever. <laughs> I know, it's so good. Thank you. But if you Thank also you. account for, like, the best, like, dead body or, like, look, like, mm-hmm. the scene in the movie, it's... It's the it's the girl from the beginning, Claire in the rocking mm. chair. Yeah. Like, yeah. That just that. is the best. And like, I, I just feel like it encapsulates... Yeah, it's just, like... It's so, um, what's the word? Like, it's just in cap, like, when I think of that, it's, like, that movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. when I think of Black Christmas, it's, like, that. True. And, I don't know, this movie's so good. And, like, I don't think we did the best job of explaining how good it is, but, like, you can get other people I mean, for that. I mean, we never you know? can. It's just, you know, talking yeah. about how much we love it. Yeah, and I, I think just, like, I think part of why I, like, appreciate this movie so much is, like, we kind of just watched it on a whim. You were like, oh, I've heard of this movie, and, like, I've heard it's good, sorority, blah, 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 and it just was, like, so much better than I could have ever expected. Like, I didn't know anything about this movie before we watched it, and it's, like, I don't know. I just appreciate it a lot, and it's amazing. Yeah, I think, like, as a movie, it's just amazing, and I feel like they do a good job of, like, you know, giving these red herrings where you never really know, like, what's going on, who 
is, you know, mm-hmm. who can you trust? And, like, you don't know, like, when they're going to find out who's dying, like, when their house mother dies and how Claire dies at the beginning. Like, you just don't know where it's going. And, like, the fact that they're talking about abortion in the 70s and it's, like, this very, like, you know, uh, topic that even back then, I mean, obviously back then is just kind of, like, we're unsure and it's it's very awkward and hard to talk about. Um, and it just has such a good build. Um, I feel like just a lot about it is very special and different. Yeah, I feel like something this movie does right that the 2019 version of it does so wrong is, like, it does, like, it is, like, a feminist movie, and it, like, does touch on very important topics, but it doesn't, doesn't like, shove it down your your face, and it doesn't, like... It, like, the thing, which we'll obviously get into later, like, with the 2019 movie yeah, we'll is, like... Yeah, we'll save it. There's no yeah, we'll to say But it. it just, like, is... I don't know. It's, like, the whole thing about this movie, I feel like, is subtlety, and, like, it just does it well, so Well, yeah, it good. gives that like, slice of life feeling where it's, like, it just feels like this could happen to anybody. Yeah. This could happen in any house. It's realistic, and there's no rhyme or reason to anything either. Like, that's the thing about 20, 2006 is that it gives it all this reason and stuff because mm-hmm. it's, like... Years later, we're at Billy's old house or whatever. But it's, like, this one, we just don't even, like, it's just so random. Like, this could literally happen to any sorority house or any house in general, any family, any person. And these people have their own things they're dealing with. Like, Barb Mm -hmm. is literally an alcoholic, and they're all, like, mad at her about that. And then, like, she's dealing with telling her boyfriend she's pregnant and not wanting the baby. And, like, the house mother is an alcoholic. The dad is dealing with... Like, you know, they're all dealing with real issues. And it's just, like... But it's in a way that's so, like, just realistic Mm -hmm. and just so natural that, like, wow, this is just life happening and we're watching it go down. And I think that that's why I like it so much, like, with that subtlety. And I feel like, also, I want to say, like, we'll go into it again when we talk about the next ones. But literally, like, I think 2006, you know, tries to have, like, crazy gore to make it scary. But, like, literally, the the original, like, these calls, we haven't even gotten into the calls, but they're really disturbing. Like, Mm -hmm. I watched it, when I watched it recently, I was just, like, taken aback how, like, just fucked up these calls are and he's ta- he's saying like you know saying like um he i don't know if i can even say this but he's saying like i want your pig cunt and stuff like that and he's like trying telling them that he's gonna kill them and like they're all dead and you're next and you know like you can't kill the baby and he's talking about billy and you know third person or whatever it's just so disturb like disturbing disgusting and Honestly, if I was a police officer listening to these calls, like, I would also agree, like, yeah, this is very dangerous and scary. Yeah, well, I feel like it, like, they obviously are disturbing, and I feel like it is an easy thing with, like, movies or just, like, media in general to just, like, desensitize yourself to these things, because, like, we're, like, we're so, um, like, we experience all these things so, like... I don't know, like, immediately, and then just, like, everything Mm -hmm. is, like, we're knowing everything that is going on, because, like, people, like, just, like, with cases and blah, 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 like, Mm -hmm. we're, I don't know, Yeah, we just are knowledgeable. Like, we know all these things, but it's, like, this is shocking, like, if this happened to you, you would be scarred and, like, not okay from this, and it's, like, yeah. yeah, like, it's easy to be desensitized, but, like, no, like, I don't know. 
I'm not making sense. No, but that's but. why it's so frustrating that it's in the 70s where they can't just trace the call. And so it's like, they're, and the fact that they have to like get him on the call for so long and like have him talk about this shit. It's just like, it's so dis- just disturbing. And like anybody can get calls like this, you know? And like, and usually in movies when you have like scary calls or a stalker or whatever, no one does shit and that's how it is in real life too if you have a stalker it's like well what do you want me to do about it because it's like I guess technically they're not doing anything wrong even though it doesn't feel that way and so that's why it's like nice that immediately they get the cops on the other end um but even then it's like it's not just like they can trace a call with their computer you know so it's just it's very interesting yeah I was just thinking a lot about like how, like, we as a society, and especially with the age of TikTok, like, we become mm-hmm. way too desensitized to this kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. something came up on my feed the other day about, like, do you know the Idaho murders? Mm-mm. The four college students that were murdered in their apartment? Recently? No? Yeah, it was, like, it was like month. It was, like, really horrific, and it's getting a lot of attention, and something came up by feet of, like, unreleased footage of, like, oh one God. of the girls screaming as she's being murdered. Ugh. And it's like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm, like, not going to subject myself no, to this. And, like, literally. why should anyone else have to? Like, I don't... Yeah. It's just, like, kind of, like, fucked how it's much like we as a society... Have to yeah. experience this. No, and it's I, also just, like... I mean, in movies, too. I mean, in movies, I guess it's a little different because it's not real life. But, mm-hmm. like, it's still kind of, like, it just makes you think about, like... I don't know. It's also more so, like, you're seeking this out yourself, and it's, like, obviously, like, you might not know what's coming in a movie, so, like, they're, like, that, like, maybe you shouldn't subject yourself to it if you don't know what's coming, but also, like, you are seeking this movie out, but, like, if you're on TikTok, you're literally just scrolling, and it comes up. you know it's real. Like, that's real life. I don't watch, I would never watch anything that's, like, real like the cannibal like, holocaust wanna, and some shit i don't want to watch like, people being stabbed yeah to death like is it actually real cannibal holocaust i don't like, know i heard that like don't a, they like uh torture animals or some shit and well that and it's also just like you know like stu- snuff films i think it's like sus- like suspected is this a real one is this not but mm. like i like, don't but know. just in general like i'm never seeking out that kind of stuff i know people who do and i know people on the dark web and shit like that but like that is terrifying to me, and I will watch this shit as a movie because it's, like, I don't know. It's I know it's not real, and I have the control, and I like to put myself in that yeah, you fear, have the but, like, I, I know it's fake, and... But, like, when well, it gets TikTok, to a point where like it's, like, TikTok and you yeah. can't control it. That's why on TikTok what I've been doing recently is anytime there's anything remotely depressing or, like, sad or scary or whatever about the world i just immediately hit like not interested or whatever Mm -hmm. because i've gotten to points where like tiktok has literally put me in a spiral or something Mm -hmm. or like it'll put me in a depression depression because i'll see something that is so disturbing and i and it just like really or there's something that's like fear-mongering and i'm like terrified and then i'm like freaking out and i'm telling people about it and they're like oh my god it's just tiktok and it's like okay what I need to do is I need to just hit not interested, only get the content that I want because I don't go on TikTok for my news and I don't go on TikTok for real life trauma and, you know, because it's like also you realize like who knows what the fuck people are, say on TikTok is true. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I don't I, I'm trying to tell myself and like 
teach myself to not believe everything I see on TikTok because I have been. And now I just am like, okay, anytime there's someone being like, I'm a doctor and I'm telling you that if you eat Cheetos, you're going to fucking die at age 50. And I'm like, okay, this is like, what is backing this up? I don't even know. This guy's wearing a lab coat, but that doesn't fucking prove anything. And like, I don't want to have to be like, fuck, I ate Cheetos today. Now I'm going to die at age 50. So it's just like shit like that is so scary and it's not worth it. So I've been doing that with TikTok recently. And I'm yeah. sorry that you guys had to hear these this woman get oh, hurt I didn't. or whatever. Kelsey no, did. I didn't actually listen to it. It was titled that. Mm. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So I just get past it. But, like, the I feel like it's also it's just, like, it's, like, imagine the family. Like, if that, mm. like, freaking popped up on their yeah. TikTok. Or, like, well, imagine one of your family members got murdered and you found that on TikTok. Like, that is traumatic. It's also, like... Like, social media, TikTok, like, even though it's not escape, like, I just feel like anything, like, you're doing not in tune with your real life is a form of escapism. And, like, yeah. going on TikTok just to, like, drown out everything, it's like, oh, you're but reminded it's of this. all real yeah. stuff that's really hard. Yeah. And also the fact that, like, I remember when there was, like, school shootings going on in high schools, kids with their iPhones are filming, obviously, yeah. shit yeah. happening. And Twitter so is a bad place There'd be, like, too. here's a film that a student took. And I'm like, no. Like, I don't... Like, I'm glad that this happens in case, like, someone isn't caught or, like, so that we have, like, footage that it happened or whatever. But, like, that doesn't mean I need to see that. Well, it's the same thing with, like, like George Floyd, this, like, mm-hmm. like two years yeah. ago, that video was, like, we literally saw this poor man be killed by mm-hmm. a police mm-hmm. officer. And it's, like, so many people have seen that video, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just, like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, like, it's sad that, like, we think that, like, I mean, because it's kind of true, the only way these police officers are maybe, maybe going to be held accountable is if we have, like, live footage of this yeah. man fucking dying. But then it's like, we'll <laughs> have to watch that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Some tangent that we just let's, got on. Let's take a pause. Well, <laughs> we are back. We just had to stuff our faces after that intense convo. Um, we got a little emo, and we had to eat a bunch of food. And now we're back. Um, (laughs) And we should move on. Unless you have any closing thoughts to the original, we can move on to Black Christmas 2006. You know, I think we can all agree that this is a classic. Um, Mm -hmm. I was going to say, we were talking about wanting to make this episode a drunk episode. So, you know, I was trying as I watched to, like, think of things to make into a drinking game, but, like... I don't know. I did for, like, the other two, but for this one, the original, I actually looked up on Google, and there was, like, a drinking game website, and so I'll just say, drink every time someone says Billy, you hear a curse word, drink twice if a sorority sister is murdered, (laughs) or someone says sorority, and drink three times if they say Delta Alpha Kappa, and take a shot when you see nudity. And there were, like, more on the website, but they were all, like, kind of similar. Is there a lot of nudity in the original? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's why I think it's, like, special that you take a shot in that Mm. instance. Um, But, yeah, I couldn't think of anything else on for the original, like, those I agree with. Um, So we did not play this drinking game. We'll have to do it 
you know, in some place in the future, um, sometime. But we basically just listened to a lot of Lana Del Rey and Lord, and um, got into our fourteen-year-old emo phases. Our Tumblr phases came out to play. Um, so yeah, that's what's bringing us here tonight. <laughs> so for two thousand six. Honestly, okay, this is, like, literally uh, should be illegal, but um, the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie was worse than 2019, (laughs) which, like, I get, but at the same time, like, fuck that. Yeah. Did you know that um, the Weinstein brothers or people had, like, a lot to do with the 2006 they had One. a lot to do with a lot of I mean, they had a lot to do with Scream. The... Like, they ruined What's-Her-Face's life. The girl who plays Tatum. Harvey did. Uh, Rose mm-hmm. McGowan. Yeah. But, like, they had a lot to do with horror movies in the 90s and 2000s. Like, yeah. Like, the wine scene. I feel like all the, like, is it Dimension? I just thought it was interesting because, like, obviously they don't have anything to do with the 2019 one. But the 2019 one is so based on, like, sexual assault. And I'm like... Was that after all the allegations came out? Yeah. I mean, allegations have been coming out for a while, though, before that, right? But, like, when, they like, the Me Too movement got, like, yeah. big. Yeah. So, I feel like, I mean, yeah, it's bad. And it's, like, good to note that Harvey Weinstein was a part of this production. But, like, he was a part of a lot of movies that we know and love. And it's kind of hard to... You know. Yeah, I should have prefaced also, it was just, I read a lot about that because supposedly there was a lot of stuff with, like, Harvey changing the ending and, like, mm. the stuff that he was okay and not okay including and, like, there was just, like, a lot of controversy there, I guess. Bizarre. But, like, yeah, he, I mean, sadly, he's worked on yeah a lot of movies we we love. Mm-hmm. Annoying. Sir, um, long story short, so what? Uh, uh, what? <laughs> Whoa. On Rotten Tomatoes. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Sorry. The you guys. <laughs> the uh, tomato meter gave it a 14%. Woof. And then audience gave it a 38%. Yikes. Which, I agree with the audience, but like, damn, 14% is pretty shitty. <laughs> like, I think that the gore made up for it in my book and the cast made up for it to be like at least 30 but like i think that 14 is a little rude but you know i will say i was just think like literally just thinking about it now but like the cast is amazing but i feel like the cast in their own respective movies is what's amazing like they didn't do anything like groundbreaking in this movie because like um what's her face Gretchen Wieners. No, what's her name? The girl well, from Ice Cream. Michelle, talking- Michelle Trackenberg. Like, she dies so early in this movie. And it's like, she's iconic. And, like, certain people are just iconic in this movie. But it's like, they weren't remarkable. Well, also, like, arguably, Mary... Elizabeth, Mary Winst- Yeah. Elizabeth Win- Winstead? That's the girl yeah. that looks like Brie Larson, right? From uh, Sky, Sky High. High. Yeah. Yeah. I literally thought she was the main character in this movie until we rewatched it. Why is it that blonde bitch? She's iconic. Like, she is so good. Final Decision 3 that you still need to watch. Yeah. But, like, she's just such a good actress. 2000s That I had had misremembered that she wasn't the main (laughs) girl in it. 
I feel yeah. like the main girl was lacking. Like, they should have made it either the girl from Seventeen again, or Gretchen Rainers, or... <laughs> <laughs> or the girl that looks like Brie Larson. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Miss Opportunity. And... Um, I will say that I made, like, a little drinking game for this one. It was just, um, drink every time Kyle is an abusive-ass boyfriend. Can we talk about Kyle? Because he's the blonde girl's boyfriend, and she finds his sex tape with another woman, and that's, like, what makes her piss. And then every time he fucking talks to her, he's, like, grabbing her and yelling at her and making her feel like the... Like, just awful... And, like, so I think that that's how they tie in that kind of, like, weird, sketchy Peter-Jess relationship in that one where, like, he's literally just an asshole and it was, like, his old house or some shit. And so you think it's going to be him the whole time because, like, damn. But I was like, take a drink because you would be (laughs) trashed by the end because this man is so scary. Um... But you know what? I feel like there's also one cameo that we didn't mention, and it's that I noticed is the motorcyclist from New Moon. <laughs> Can we talk about how he plays, like, Santa? Well, also oh. that the house mom in this movie is Barb. Is no, Phil. Phil. I, why do I keep fucking that up? She Which just looks like cute. a Barb. But yeah, that she's Phil. Not to interrupt your new moon. No, connection. but those are nice little, <laughs> nice little cameos. No, yeah, like when I saw that guy dressed as Santa in like the, I think it's like the hospital or whatever, yeah. or the prison or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, I was like, that is definitely the motorcyclist that sparks Bella Swan's <laughs> adrenaline junkie phase in New Moon, and he says, "You want to ride?" So yeah, that's a cute uh, cameo, and it's cute that Phil's in it. Yeah, I didn't realize that until Talia told me that yesterday. That it's <laughs> Phil from the like the OG Black Christmas. Yeah, and I, I didn't even know New Moon guy was in it. I didn't either. He plays like a guy who dresses up at Santa, as Santa at the um, hospital, hospital, prison, whatever it is. Mental. Yeah, so I think it's a hospital. Like, well, at the beginning, plan. it's like a prison because um, we're like. Uh, they're, like, feeding the prisoners, you know, like, the holiday meals. And then we see that Billy has his, you know, cell. And there's, like, a police gu- that's always guarding his cell. And then, like, he gives him the box. Yeah, I... Okay. I don't think this movie is as bad as the third installment. But I just hate all the added backstory just because it's so traumatic for no reason and i feel like what's so alluring about the killer in black christmas the originals we don't know much about him Mm -hmm. and like that makes him scarier Mm -hmm. but then in this installment it includes things like trigger warning sexual assault incest like yeah yeah, and it's just it's just a lot cannibalism personally cannibalism (laughs) which that part's iconic though I I feel like it's bizarre how, like, we see Billy in prison and then he, like, gives that gift to the um, police officer and then they go in the room and then he, like, stabs him with the candy cane and all that. Um, 
And so it's like, you think like, oh, Billy's going to escape and then he's going to like give his revenge to the house because it's like years later and it's the new sorority girls. But it's like this whole Agnes shit. I don't know. It just seemed really bizarre. And they like had that kind of red herring with like the younger girl that like joins the, yeah, I don't remember her name. She like joins the Eve. Eve. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking classic me. Um, you know, and so it's just, but, and also, can we talk about how the kills or the the calls were just so much less scary? Like, yeah. they were like, "She's my family now," or like, yeah. "You know, she's with me now." It's like, shut up! Like, you're not saying like, uh, uh, "I'm Billy <laughs> cocksucker pig fucking cunt." Like, you're like, well, whoa. I also feel like this movie just tried to like scare us with the use of like. Jump scares, jaundice Billy, eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... Oh, my God, that Photoshop scene in the bathroom tile. Like, his Photoshop oh eye God. looking up oh into the bathroom. Yeah. That's so bad. bad. It's just, like... I don't know. Like, I agree this movie and the 2019 installment are god-awful. But this one, like, just... I mean, they both are just so unnecessary. Like... Black Christmas did not need a sequel, remake, anything. Did not need anything else in this universe. This movie is just, like, I don't know. Like, I don't understand any of the weird eye stuff. Like, no, why are they eating eyes? I why is there so much eye? Like, it, I said take I a know. drink every time, like, there's anything to do with eyes during the kills. Because he's <laughs> always going for their eyes. Because Agnes was missing an eye or whatever. Um... But like well, also all the like sorority girls like all their eyes were missing and like right but also the like eyes on the Christmas tree yeah that's the thing her. sometimes like they eat the eyes and then at the end you see there's also like a bunch of eyes on the Christmas yeah. tree I don't like that that's like his mo though it's kind of like fun know. and it's like eyes are scary and gruesome I think I liked the gore honestly I feel like it didn't need it but like it gave I think. What I liked about this one better than the 2019 is that at least this had, like, more of a direction of, like, this is a sequel remake that is a clear sequel about, you know, Billy and where he's been and what we're doing now and then the sorority girl's in the house and, like, we tie it back to the time like i like that they at least did that with the 2019 it's like why did this even exist like they literally just took this and made their own thing and like Mm. honestly the fact that they call it black christmas should be illegal because it's like this doesn't even like compare in any way it's so different like so it doesn't even follow the same also i was like okay well maybe the um 26 like 2000 i keep saying 26 2006 one maybe it has a little too much gore but then you watch 2019 and you don't see literally one kill and then you're like oh okay i need something so we just need to like fucking find some balance if you're gonna do a remake (laughs) and clearly they didn't get that because like in the original it's like you see some things there's some gruesome bits but it's not like gory but it's also not like just implied every Mm -hmm. single death Mm um um but I don't know. I had some fun with this. At least this one I was like it kept me like in intrigued. The right. the the next one I was just like I don't even know. Like I I was just like this is so stupid. Like this one at least I was just intrigued to see like what all the kills were going to be and like especially when they kill the mom and then like 
he puts like the cookie cutter in her back and like bakes the cookies. That was, that's like yeah. kind of iconic. That was iconic. Like that kind of stuff is just like who thinks of this? And it's also Christmas themed, so like points for that. I feel like the whole stuff though with like Eve, like the red herring that you talked about, like did kind of lose me because I was like, she's in this for like the first half of the movie, and then like we yeah, just we lose totally her. don't even. And I'm like, well, because so she like she's going she, home for the holiday. Right, she, like, but I'm like, are we media. still supposed to suspect her or like what? The, like, why did she just? Yeah, disappear? she was like sketchy for a second. Yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. Like, well, this movie lost me in some bits. Like, but that. I feel like that made total sense at the same time because it's like she disappears because we're supposed to think she's Agnes. Yeah, and then yeah. they find her dis um like beheaded. When they open the car door and, like, she never left town. That was kind of a cool scene. Like, not scene, but, like, (laughs) kind of a cool thing when you just, like, see the whole car, like, be red. Like, with all the blood. No, that was was the house mother and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. That was their kill scene. Yeah, when Phil... But with with Eve, they just open the door and her dead head. Yeah, we just see her. Yeah, we don't see her dead. I I literally don't remember that. I and thought the crawl space was kind of scary. Was, yeah, the Gretchen Wieners Like, that was probably the scariest the part, is, like, the crawl space And then the girl scene. that's, like, kind of like Barb, who's, like, drunk or whatever, she gets, like, felt up, and she's, like, kind oh, of, like... Yeah, in the bed, right? She's, like, yeah, and then she, you know, she's having, like, a sex cream because, like, Billy's, or Agnes is, like, touching her, and then she wakes up, yeah. and then she tries to hit them, and then it's just, they, you know, bash her. Yeah. Which, that was pretty really... disturbing, but, like, you know what... Do you know what I do have to say about the 2006, though? I liked the character of Lee, which is Dude, like... Dude, I was about to say, that's yeah, my favorite character. Because in the oh, first one, the yeah. dad is who comes for Claire, and he's just, like, not a very lovable character. But I really like... In the second one, they do that Claire's older sister comes to find her. Mm-hmm. And she's just a really good character, and she ends up being there throughout the entire movie. Well, they also just, like characterized her more and gave her more like i don't know like you kind of empathize with her more than the dad because the dad's just like where's my daughter <laughs> and like i didn't like, wait well, for also, my daughter to drink yeah well also at the beginning claire is like writing a letter like her christmas card to lee and like wrapping her gift and so you know, yeah and yeah. and then the whole time she's like yeah i wasn't there for her like i wasn't the best sister i could be so we like we have a little more, like, backstory and a little more emotion tied into it. Um, also, like, she's, it's just kind of funny to me that she's just, like, there the whole time and, like, throughout the whole thing, even through the end. And, like, I felt like her death was a little cheated. Like, she would have survived, but yeah, whatever. Um, but, yeah, so I, pretty much, I mean, it's pretty much the same plot. It's just instead, we get a little more backstory. A lot more backstory. Um unneeded yeah also the whole like additional end scene at the hospital and like right that that, that, that reminded just... me of scream 4 that gave me some yeah. major scream 4 energy yeah. but like i don't know scream 4 was obviously well that was more, more like well a plot twist and like crazy but yeah and like she's just because uh oh i feel like it was kind of fun because it was like oh my god uh, she seemed no. like wasn't it like the the ceiling tiles moving or or what is it like she knows that they're coming it was well, something with Lay, um, lee's body is in the in the ceiling and so is billy oh, yeah. and agnes and there's like blood coming the bl- yeah, yeah the blood comes out and then i don't know i just thought about the um i thought about the fact that they like this is at the beginning of the movie but like the sorority sisters will leave 
gifts for Billy. Like, oh, yeah, that was, I was reminded so of weird. That. Like, why are they leaving gifts? I forgot for about this? that. Random, I don't know. It was just ridiculous. It also is just so disjointed from the first one because it's like the cops don't even know who Billy is in the first one. Then he never gets caught. And wasn't Lee like a member of the sorority and she's like, you guys are still leaving gifts for Billy? And they're like, yeah, wasn't us. And they're like, ruh-ruh. It's like, oh my god, there's a gift from Billy to you. Yeah. And then, isn't it The baby doll. Yeah. With no eyes, of course. Yeah. Because we love the eyes. Um... So we talked about Michelle Trachtenberg a little bit. Um, that's the girl from Sky High. No, no, no. Oh, no, that's, that's the girl, Ice, Princess. Ice Princess and the girl on Seventeen again. Yeah. Yep. And so she said she wasn't going to do the movie unless they like killed her. Like she wanted she to be killed, which I, I think that. is so funny because I feel like some characters are like, I refuse to be in the movie unless you like keep me alive. I feel like um, that's like this. The case was series. But with mm-hmm. movies, I can see it being like that'd be fun to die. But like her death was my favorite I don't because death. so the 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 killer literally just throws an ice skate at her and it <laughs> yeah. scalps oh, yeah. her. And iconic. I just love it because like she's she's the ice princess, ice like princess. iconic. Like yes, I don't know who is the one that died with the icicle. The house mom. Phil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that felt that a little lame. cheap too. That was a little lame. Yeah. Because it was after Especially the since, like, girl gets killed in the car. It was so cool when, like, yeah, like, the whole car is, like, blood and red. It sprays, and like sprays, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, like, obviously, isn't, like, Agnes Billy's daughter? Yeah. And so Agnes is the one that's making the calls and doing the killing. And then Billy comes, right? Yeah, but Billy does some of the kills. Right, but it's, like, kind of a team slash Agnes starts it out. Yeah. So I felt like that was kind of lame. It was also, like, the calls were just nothing compared to the original. And we'll see that again with the next one where it's literally just text, which is, like, you're no A, but I'll get into that later. (laughs) Um, So I just feel like the calls were not scary at all. And I feel like everybody, like, immediately, uh, like, unlike the original, everybody immediately knew that they were in trouble, I feel like, from the start. Yeah. And also, like, am I kind of crazy for thinking, like, why didn't anyone go to the police at all? Like, yeah, the police all. are like not really involved. Like, well, it's also like, like no matter what happens, it's never a thought on anyone's mind. Like, that's never like the 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 reaction. Like, oh, let's get help. Let's leave. Let's mm-hmm. call someone. Let's call the police. It's like they literally are just like, let's find out what's going on ourselves, or like let's go to bed, or let's like it's it just felt a little like avoidable to me like yeah i i don't know why you're not seeing this as like an issue and a danger like people are dying because like with the original it's like they're still scared the whole time and like it's it's that kind of eerie feeling and like but billy's calls are very scary like very um threatening and they think that they're in danger and so they like immediately are like let's figure this out and go to the police to track the calls and so then that's, like, the whole last third of the movie. Whereas with this one, it's, like, the police are never really on board or anything. Yeah. Even though, like, in the first one, like, they don't know people are dying until, right. like, the very end. And this one, mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, literally, like, a little before halfway. Mm-hmm. It's just and crazy. Then, like, the fact that they're going to give this girl at the end a fucking, like, um, hospital room... 
where the door fucking locks from the yeah. inside. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. And then the fact that they're the entire staff of this hospital are, like, celebrating the holiday or someone's birthday or whatever, so they don't even notice what's going on. It's like, okay, wouldn't you just press the call button and, like, get a nurse over with you? And, like, I don't know. That just felt a little, like, avoidable as well. Yeah. There was also, like, that was in that boring. scene with them going down the hallway with Billy chasing the, I don't remember her name, this was, the, like, the final girl, and yeah, no one remember. fucking notices. It's like, right. how would no one notice this? Like, she's, like, screaming, she's asking yeah. for help. She's getting fucking, like, they're both attacking each other. Like, how is no one gonna notice this? It makes no sense. Yeah, that just felt a little cheap to me, but... You know, I mean, overall, I feel like I had a good time. I feel like it was, you know, something that I'll probably never watch again. But, like, it gave me, it it, it honestly, like, reminded me of kind of other movies of the time. Like, it had that, like, familiar feel. And so I'm not mad about that. It did did feel very nostalgic. And I think it was nice when when you're thinking of it, like, tying up with the original. But I feel like overall... I don't know. It was probably four out of ten for me. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) I expected you to rank it a little higher just because I feel like you're more on board than me and Tully are. Yeah. I I mean, I don't think it was good, but I think I had a fun time watching it, but that doesn't mean it's like a good movie. Yeah, and I just also, like, I think I said this before, but I think every time you watch this, it will just drop because, like, the first time it's like, oh, like, the cast this 2000s like aesthetic or whatever you will with it but like it was very campy yeah and it's just like with every time it's like this is so stupid like it's it was a lot of sorority row i haven't seen it reminded me of sorority row too i like sorority it has a similar vibe i hope it doesn't ruin it for me because like i've seen this no no they're not that's nothing like it it just has the same energy to me okay that's cool Sorry, <laughs> Me last episode. <laughs> Alcohol. Um, should we? But yeah, I think it definitely like wasn't as good as um, the original by any means. But honestly, to me, it tops the twenty nineteen remake. I, I mean, agree, definitely. Because at least the, the two thousand six one, I can watch for fun. This 2019 one had literally nothing to offer. It also, like, is infuriating. It wasn't interesting. It was it was boring. It was not... It had no... Not interesting. It had no gore, no kills. It had this weird, like, backstory that was unnecessary. It had just... It was so different. Supernatural like, element. Yeah. Also, like, at least the 2006 one actually feels like it's a part of the Black Christmas uh-huh. franchise. Right, and it even has Phil. And but the 2019 one, I don't even... It has I nothing. I don't even understand. It's a like completely they, different The universe. only connection is that it's a sorority. and then No, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, it just... Like, even with the calls, no, it doesn't compare. Yip, yap. Yeah, It's no. what it is. We can... Okay, Let's wrap this up. So, well, <laughs> and then get we'll get to the 2019. Well, I have no other words for the 2019. Yeah. I honestly don't either. I don't know if you guys had more to say, like, because I had said my, like, favorite kill, I guess. But, like, I also thought it was cool. But, like, also, like, I don't know how I feel about it at the same time that they used a lot of the same, like, instruments that, like, yeah. 
were used in the original, like the the bag and the the glass unicorn and the. They tried tried to be in the same universe, and honestly, honestly, that was beautiful. Thank you. They did what they could, and they tried their best. And whether or not it was, you know, it succeeded. It was what it was. This next one, fuck that. I feel like also with, like, sorry, not to interrupt you again, but, like, with a lot of the, like, remakes or prequel, whatever the fuck they are. Prequels? I was just citing Scream. Scream Was it, like, a remake sequel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I don't know. They just try to give backstory to something that's not necessary. Like, I was thinking of, like, with Texas Chainsaw. Like, Like, they gave Billy this unneeded backstory, which they did to Leatherface and, like, these random Texas Chainsaw movies, and it's like, sometimes these killers just don't need backstory. Like, they yeah. can just kill for the sake of killing, and, like, sometimes the unknown is more scary than, like, oh, their tragic backstory. It's like, no, I don't give a fuck. Just, like, <laughs> I want this ominous, like, mysterious shit. Like, please. Also, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, exactly. And it's hard to do right, I guess. Also, like, try not to be offensive while trying to do it, you know? <laughs> I'm trying to think of a time where it was done right. It wasn't. Sorry, done right. Oh, sorry. Halloween, uh, Rob Zombie. No. His no. mom was a stripper, and his sister sucked, so therefore, it makes sense. <laughs> Hell no. Maybe yeah. that's why Scream continuously is so good. It's because they... It's always someone new. It's always someone new, and they never try to give fucking backstory. Motive? You want my motive? <laughs> they never want to give the motive. It's so, it's so boring. All right, well... Well, fuck this movie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, no, I think... So, basically, this movie, to wrap up, is honestly, like... If you love Black Christmas but haven't seen this one, I would say, like, maybe give it a shot just because it's, like, kind of fun and it's nostalgic. <laughs> what, you don't think I should recommend it? No, Talia no, just made a weird I was noise. making Sorry. weird oh. noises. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay, never watch this. <laughs> I know. Um, but I think, like, if you haven't seen Black Christmas and... Or, no, if you have seen Black Christmas, the original and you love it, then I would recommend maybe, like, checking this one out just for fun if you grew up in the 2000s. Like, it does have that nostalgic feeling, and I think, like, you know, you'll see, like, all these iconic movie stars, (laughs) and it's just a fun time. It's gory. The effects are fun, and, like, the kills are really creative, which I appreciate, but other than that, I mean, the substance of it is pretty, you know, lame, but um, it's nothing compared to the original, but what we'll find is even worse, you might ask, is uh, <laughs> the remake made in 2019, which Rotten Tomatoes, the uh, tomato meter gave it a 39%, which, to remind, it gave the 2016, uh, or I mean, oh my god, 2006. 2006, a 14%, which is just, like, bizarre that they almost give it 40%, like, where are you on something? <laughs> and then... But the audience uh, preferred 2006 with 38%, whereas 2019 is 20, is 31%. Oh, my God, I feel like I'm confusing myself. I hope this makes <laughs> sense. So, anyways, basically, long story short, Tomato Meter prefers this one. Audience prefers 2006. Um, 
I will let you choose in the end, but we'll just describe our thoughts and feelings while we're at it. Um, bro, this movie, it ended, it, it, it ended I mean, sexism, honestly. It cured it. My top note for this movie, just the first thing I wrote, was anger in all caps. <laughs> Um, I also think it's, like, funny to start out knowing this, because I didn't know this, is that I read somewhere that the director said that she tried to make this movie as feminist as she could, and And I was like, actually be for real on this, because, like, this is, like, like, this is so, like, I don't even know, it's not even, like, fully, like, I mean, I guess you could say it's, like, whitewashing feminism, but, like, it's also just, like, so base level, and, like, it thinks it's really doing something when it's not, and, like, the first one, I feel like, as we've been talking about, even had, like, more feminist aspects to it than, like, this one did, and it was trying to be, like, yeah. You know, so I guess it's just another one of those things where it's, like, subtlety comes at play, but... Well, it's a difference between, like, just being the story where you're representing women and, like, talking about women's issues versus trying to portray, you know, this feminist perspective and, like, it's just trying way too hard, like... um my first note was, quote, I have a final in 10 minutes and I can't find my Ziva cup. I took End that as quote. a note as well. Like, you're actually kidding me. It's just, like, things like that and, you know, all the, the lines that the men say. It's just, and, like, them being in their, like, you know, um, what is the, like, the, like, gender history class. Like, it's just, it's too much and it's to a point where I'm like, wow, if I was an anti-feminist, I would, like, continue, like, I would continue to hate the feminist movement if I watched this. You know what I mean? It's just, like, those things where it's, like, you don't, it's not helping anything. It's making people frustrated and it's just so aggressively shoved down your throat that it's just, like, really insufferable. Yeah, I feel like what the what this movie does is it takes all these buzzwords and just kind of, like, exploits them. And, like, like you said, shoves them down your throat. And, like, I don't know, they take these, like, topics and stuff that's commonly discussed in, like, the feminist movement or whatever. And, like, uh, very, like, lightly touches on them and is, like, the most basic, like, level of understanding of it. And runs with it. And it's like they don't provide like actual conversations that could have been had. And like some of these conversations could have been interesting. Like I don't know. Like we'll get more into it just like with the I don't even know her name. But like the main character and like. Imogen the, Poot. Yeah Imogen Poot. <laughs> um, but like all that stuff like I don't know. They just kind of like are more. I don't know, they're like, you should be a fighter. But it's like, no, this bitch is living with trauma. Like, maybe not... Sorry, I don't know. I kind of jumped the gun with that conversation. No, you're right, though. Like, I was gonna say, like, one of the main things they touch on in this movie, it is, like, like, the main character is sexually assaulted. And, like, the movie is kind of about, like... Like, it's focused on that a lot for the main character. 
And, like, her friends, like, freaking suck. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know if that's, like, I I really do wonder if the director was doing that intentionally to be, like, oh, this is how people treat people that have been, like, sexually assaulted. but Or, like, if it wasn't intentional and they really thought they were doing something with that. But, like, the way they're, like, you need to be, like, more brave and, like, I thought you were, like, a fighter. And it's, like, girl, what? Yeah. No, but, like, the friends just, like, it kind of, like, the way it seemed like it was being portrayed was that these friends were being good friends for, like, I don't know, pushing her out of her comfort zone or something. And then, like, being like, oh, just fight and, like, you'll get through it if you fight. But it's like, no, she has a lot of trauma to unpack here. And, like, just confronting her abuser is not going to help her get through this. Like, she needs to deal with this on her own and, like, maybe she can confront him in her own time, but, like... You telling her that she's, like, a bad feminist or whatever the fuck, like, is not gonna push her to, I don't know, whatever. No, yeah, that's what I, yeah, I was, I remembered. It's just, like, the way that they go about, like, being like, oh, yeah, you would know, you, you know, you fucking (laughs) victim over here. Like, are you kidding me? And, like, them always bringing up, like, yeah, you never talk about it. Like, don't you want to talk about it? And, like, being so aggressively, like in her face about this it's like okay first off like why would like i just felt like the whole time i was like why did she even tell these people like they're they're literally bringing it up with like random people and just like with anybody and they're making everybody know which like sure it could seem like yeah you want to like raise awareness or whatever but like they're not it's in a way that is so insensitive to the actual person who was affected by this mm-hmm. and like the entire time she's like just pretty quiet and awkward and feels like very uncomfortable whenever her friends are doing shit like this and she even brings it up later where she's like look like you know why you know like she brings up how it's you know hard for her and stuff but it's just like what like it, it is hard to tell that like is that purposeful that they're like, are they supposed to come across as, like, rude and pushy? Because that's how it comes across to me. Or is it like, oh, yeah, we should stand up for our girls and, like, we should push them to speak out? Because it's like, I I don't think that that, if that's the message, it was portrayed very negatively. And it seems, like, very forced and very, like, I don't know, just, and, like, making her sing this song and then, it was just really uncomfortable and like I just it made me hate her friends and like it just I just don't understand how people could be that outright disrespectful for to someone going through that kind of a thing well also like in the first like 20 minutes of the movie when they force her to go to that fucking party at the frat where where the the guy guy that sexually assaulted her is um anyway um she literally has to save another girl from getting sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. and then she has to take her place because she's like blackout drunk Mm -hmm. has to take her place in the musical and they sing that fucking song about like like rapists that you're talking about awful frat boys are yeah and it's just like it's so out of touch i like actually am like concerned for Mm -hmm. who like thought of these things yeah um i don't know it's also at the same time it's like i never know like is this intentionally supposed to be, like, off-putting or satirical or, like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like one of the things that kind of drove me towards, like, maybe this, the, 
director, I don't know, like, the screen, whatever, that kind of just missed the messaging with this movie was um, in, like, the third act of the movie when there's that, like, whole brawl with the, like, frat bros and the sorority girls and, um, you know, they're just fighting and the Imogen Poots' character says to, I think her name's Chris, um, she says, you were right, I should have been fighting the whole time. And it's like, no, like, you shouldn't have been fighting if you weren't ready to fight. Like, just right, because, like, don't like make well, it's her also feel like guilty. That's like she yeah. deals with her fucking trauma. It's just a yeah. very poor messaging. It's like anyone, any like woman that's been like, I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like that's been harmed or something, like, should be using this trauma to fight against their like just assaulters. It's like, no, like, Deal with that, and then maybe, like, if you feel comfortable, take that and go, like, where you want. But, like, don't... It's also just, like, not the same kind of fighting. It's, like, she's fighting these, like, murderous, like, men who want to turn women, like, control women however they want. Yeah. It's just, like, funny in that way, too, because it's, like, this is just, like, not... Completely different Like, relatable either, because it's, like, we're fighting the supernatural here. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I literally had in my notes, like, take a drink every time they condescendingly bring up Riley's assault because you would literally be blackout drunk by the time the movie's over. Oh, Riley, that's her name. That's her name, yeah. It's also just interesting because, like, there's a whole point in that last part of the movie that they're, like, these men of, like, this frat are, like, gonna be the ones, like, filling up courtrooms and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, okay, so, like, you're saying this woman should fight back against her assaulter, but, like... You're saying that, and also, like, you, this man and people just like him are the ones that are going to be actively, like, I don't know, going against her. Like, say, like, she brought, like, brought it to the police, and they went to court with it. And it's like, so you're telling her to bring this, I don't know if I'm making much sense right now, but, like, bring this, like, co- like this case to light, whatever. And it's like, I don't know, like, what the fuck is she going to do? Like... All these men well, are going to be tries. fighting against her. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she, I don't... like, goes to the police and they're just like, okay, and? <laughs> yeah, and? Yeah, and it's like, I mean, that was kind of realistic. <laughs> like, I do have to say the only pros of this movie is I feel like it is cool how, like, all the, like, f- like um, sororities are, like, kind of under attack. Mm-hmm. And there's these, yeah, like, really cool, like, they're all banding together and, like, doing this, like these like fight scenes Mm -hmm. i feel like that's like literally the only pro from Mm -hmm. the movie because it's just like fun to see like girl groups fighting together Mm -hmm. no yeah one thing i thought was interesting which um the you know the like black mask that they wear yeah um that is like a common mask or something with like men (sighs) i forget how exactly it was worded but like they're basically supposed to attack, like, um, like, misbehaved women or something, or, like, unruly women, I think is the right word. Like, this mask is common with, like, this was, like, in the past. I, I think I'm, like, fucking up the... Well, that's also just mask. the whole point of the movie. It's, like, yeah. the men are under this spell to get rid of any women that they deem unruly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, and so that the- is interesting in this movie, that they, yeah. like, use that, like, um, you know, that, like... The imagery of that, or that's not the right word, but, like, 
I'm gonna say yeah. I disagree because <sighs> I fucking think that is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. When they're like, <laughs> no, and they're like this fucking frat wearing their robes and their masks, and they're like. Our uh, hazing and our pledging is that we sacrifice these people and we do this like weird little ritual that like possesses us to kill women. It's like you're fucking joking. Also, mine are like it just made me think that like every single movie that I see, especially like horror movies that are like about fraternities, because like believe it or not, there's a lot. There's a movie called like Pledge and like all this shit. It's always about these fucking frat boys in these robes and in this cult and it's like so overdone and it's so unrealistic and stupid like it's been done in like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and like you know just other movies like that and it's just like I I don't know it's it's interesting in a sense where it's like oh no like what can happen now like oh this is scary these like men are terrifying because men are just terrifying in general when you get them in a group in a frat and like I'm scared of Greek life in general but like it just kind of like come on like it's nice that they did something different with this movie in that sense but like why that I no I agree with that it's just like like, I don't, I'm not saying, like, oh, I thought this was a really interesting <laughs> concept like, that they took. But, like, the specific masks they used were, like, yeah. things that they had used in history, which I thought was, in, like, yeah. like, well done there. But I'm not, uh, like, a- apologizing on behalf of this movie for, like, they're, like, <laughs> no, cheap, I, I don't know, I whatever. just feel like that part, to me, is no, just so yeah, dumb. Especially how, like, it's it's so weird to me how, like, all this like it's it's cool that all the sororities are affected and it's like this whole thing like that has like a purpose but it's dumb to me how like they're constantly getting these like pretty much immortal like men coming at them like just trying to kill them immediately and it's Mm -hmm. like wait what and like when you're thinking about in context of the original black christmas it's like this is just so cheap and dumb and you don't Mm -hmm. even see any of the kills so i just feel like this is all waste it's also funny because like um, someone that, like, Riley starts seeing in the movie gets taken over Landon. by the cult. And, like, that is Landon. also just another it's weird thing. It's also her um, fault, too. She's like, can you help me, like, distract them? And then immediately yeah. the plan goes awry. And it's like, okay, what now? Like, what was your even goal here? And, like, uh, it's funny because, like, they get that girl that Riley helped at the beginning of the movie, Helena, to, like, get items from all the girls. Yeah. And, like, the one that's, like, super, like, uber feminist. Uber. That she's, Quote, like. Unquote. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that means, she, like, they stole that girl's diva cup for the ritual. And that just makes me giggle. Also, um, like, wait, that but, girl well, giving her, like, friend that dies at, the like, the first kill being, like, I got your present. And let's just say you're going to be getting a lot of use out of it, girl. And it's, like, <laughs> a pretty much a vibrator or a dildo. And it's, like, I literally can't stand this anymore. Yeah. Like, well, ugh, it's also, just another, you know. No, just bringing up Landon and that whole character, I made a note of, like, this line that he says when that whole, like, thing with him like them like him being used as like the distraction or whatever he literally says i want you to suck a fat fart because you just got zated and that is just encompassing isn't that what riley tells him to say yeah it's just encompassing of this whole movie like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about landon would this? be a boy that would like we 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 read this book recently 
um, he'd be the guy that, like, sent you a letter and was like, I'm sorry you were, like, assaulted, like, sad face. We were reading this book and, like, this this guy that this girl had seen, she, like, was like, I can't date you anymore because, like, I was assaulted. And, like, she was, like, lying. She just didn't want to see him anymore. But, like, she was assaulted. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't why she had to stop seeing him. Damn. And he sent her a letter with, like, didn't have, like, $5 in it or something? Something like that. And, like, it was, like, I'm sorry you were, like, molested. And it was, like... He sent her $5 because she was molested. It was, it was, some, like, it was some sort of I money. was, like, that's something Landon would do. Also, the whole, like, thing about, like, Sophie, I want you to get into, like, all the text messages and how it, like... You're not no A, but, like, mm-hmm. the fact that the bust releases, like, the Calvin Hawthorne bust releases, like, that black goo. Yeah, and that black goo is, like, what can, like, control women or whatever. And it's just, like... It's, who approved this? It's fucking You know? Stupid. It's like all she like, needs to do is break the bust. Like, just do it. Just too, Because she do almost it. does it and then she doesn't. And then she's like, I need Landon to distract. And then that doesn't go well. I need a man. So, but I will say, my favorite parts of the movie are A, the fact that Carrie, I don't know actually how to say his name, Carrie Elwes or whatever, is like, you know, the teacher that um, the f- main. Um, woke friend is trying to get fired um and doing the petition and he is like the head of the frat or whatever and he's from the princess bride and he's prince char's uncle in ella enchanted he's also in saw yes so we love him and i love that he was in it and i loved his character and then also i actually loved the fact that i think her name was like helen or something but it was the girl that was like being um potentially assaulted at the beginning that Riley like saved and she was her little sister and uh or her little or whatever they call it and then you know Riley had to like save her from being attacked potentially and then she ended up being like it's all just easier if we you know if we all just like conform or whatever like I I kind of liked that little like but then the men just fucking killed her and then they just killed her anyway and she's like what about me and they were like bye yeah. So, like, I didn't like that. But I liked that she had her little, like, evil moment. And I liked that the, you know, main guy was, like, iconic and recognizable. And he did a good job. She, but... like, wanted to be um, in Nobody's Darling. Yeah. What? Is that what it's called? Don't Worry Darling? Yeah. That's, that's Nobody's Darling. <laughs> she wanted to be in Don't Worry Darling. But um, I feel like, yeah, what Kelsey was kind of saying before is, like, so, okay... In this movie, there's not calls that they get because it's 2019, guys. Okay, let's, like, fucking up the ante. We've got cell phones right now, so let's text. And so they're getting these texts from, what is it, uh, Calvin Hawthorne, who's, like, the founder of the college or what, or the founder of the frat. I don't remember which. Um, and he's, like, an important man. And so they're all getting these texts from him that are, like, a little, like, bizarre Um, I couldn't even tell you a single text he says because they're all so boring and bland. Um, (laughs) and it gave, like, such a wannabe, like, Pretty Little Liars A, and it's, like, you'll never accomplish what A had because, like, A had the it factor, and A's texts were, like, iconic and, like, very unpredictable and very threatening, whereas... Caleb or Calvin Hawthorne... (laughs) Caleb. (laughs) Caleb Caleb. Calvin Hawthorne was just, like... I hate women. I don't know what it would say, but it would just say some stupid shit. And she'd be like, 
I'm getting weird texts from this number. Sorry, that's my, like, <laughs> impression of Riley's awful American accent, by the way, too, which was quite, quite a distracting as well to me. Um, not that that's, like, her fault or anything, whatever, but, um, <laughs> you know, it just adds on to the to the style but like the texts were just so dumb they were like not threatening at all and they were just annoying and like she goes to the police with the text and the guy's like literally what do you want me to do about this and like um she goes to the frat house as she leaves her calm and then the guy the teacher comes and he's like you know explaining the history of the college and how like amazing men are and it's just like oh my god can we have one scene where we're not like doing something either sexist or overly feminist like this is just so outrageous um and so I just wish that I feel like maybe if the texts were a little scarier or if they got like crazy creepy calls but again it's like then when you learn literally immediately that it's just these frats being under this spell I don't know to me it made it less scary too because it's like just break that bust like Mm -hmm. maybe just don't be in this creepy ass cult and then it's like maybe don't be in greek life like i don't know what to tell you at that point whereas like with the original like billy is just this terrifying like we don't even know who he is or anything about him or why he's doing what he's doing like it's just so bizarre but it's just very like that kind of reality of like who knows like who anyone is targeted like it's there's not like a rhyme or reason it just happens sometimes and it's terrifying but you know, so I feel like, I don't know, they just missed the mark on literally every aspect of this movie. It was definitely one of those movies for me where I, like, watched it and, like, it wasn't even, like, I think I've said this before. It's, like, I'm not even, like, oh, that was just, like, bad, but I was, like, infuriated at how I felt. Yeah, it's pretty, like, like anger-inducing. Yeah. It sparks a reaction. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, like, why? Like, yeah. Why? <laughs> Big question of the day. Why? Why was this movie made? Why did anything in the movie happen? It's also just crazy knowing that, like, she was trying to make this a feminist movie, quotations. Because it's you can like... You tell. What, what is feminist about this movie? That the women are badasses in the end, and they all come together, and they're like, no one kills a sister. <laughs> or, like, we, we got our sister's <laughs> backs, or some shit like that. Yeah, they're like, hi, sisters, we got our sister's back. You want James Charles. Yeah, he should have been cast. <laughs> and then they all just, like, demolish the men at the end, and it's like, wow, it's they women. they wear diva cups and use vibrators. <laughs> exactly. It's like that kind of thing in, like, the Marvel universe when, like, There was, like, I didn't see the Captain Marvel movie, but I heard that there's, like, a moment, or I think it was, like, Endgame, or, no, it's Endgame, where there's a moment where, like, they're, like, in this huge battle, and then there's this moment where, like, all the women characters come out of nowhere, and they all, like, form this line of all the iconic women, and then they all just, like, walk together, and it's, like, this badass moment that you're supposed to, like, applaud in the theater, and it's, like, literally, that makes me cringe. Like, you... The fact that, like, you have to shove this so far down our throats, like, maybe just make... Like, see, with Black Christmas, uh, the original, what's so good about it is that it's just life. Like, it's just, like, we're following these women's perspectives, and it's not, like... It's just, like, this one, it's so funny that it's, like, directed by a woman who is, like, wanting it to be feminist, whereas it feels like it's such, like, this wannabe, like feminist piece written by a man like that's what it feels like exactly yeah i feel like they try to touch on all these like important topics and it's just so surface level it's like 
you could make it more, like, meaningful if you just, like, I don't know, like, pick, like, a select few topics and, like, actually have some conversations about these. Or, yeah, it's, like, have something that you want to change and then just, like, work that in naturally. Like, make that just, like, not... Uh, all these like one liners you have to say that's mm-hmm. like, haha, we use diva cups. Haha, I have a vibrator because I'm a woman. And, like, haha, I'm weak, but like now I'm strong because I'm fighting these men. Literally. So it's just like, I don't know, with like, and it's like if you want to ha- make a stance against like assault, like you could do it in a better way. If you have an, a stance against like about abortion, like do it like Black Christmas, where it's just like this kind of side plot that's not, it's just what's going on with these characters. It's not mm-hmm. like, by the way, I need to get an abortion. And they're like, oh my God, that's crazy of you. What about your abortion? And they're like constantly yelling Mm -hmm. at her about it. It's like, no. This is just a weird thing about this couple because that's a very normal thing that would happen that like, you know, a couple gets pregnant and, you know, one per they're they're like having this battle of like, what do we do with the baby? Like that is very real. And I feel like how they covered it was very like, look, this is a this is an argument that happens like and then it it even makes sense when like billy starts talking about the baby and then they're like well peter like wouldn't he be pissed like he's talking about murdering a baby like that's pretty intense and it's like you know it's just like they they really like kind of break it down in this like why do we feel that way and like what is happening and like we're all on jess's side about it you know what i mean but like with this i was just like honestly i was not rooting for anybody i was like just annoyed yeah, I feel like it's interesting because, like, obviously with, like, the original Black Christmas, like, abortion was very, like, topical because, like, Roe v. Wade was so, like, close to it. And, like, this movie, I think they kind of took that, like, I think, like, 2019, I think that was, like, when the Me Too movement kind of, like, gained traction mm-hmm. and, like, you know... And, like, they took, like, assault and ran with it, you know? It's, like, let's shove this down your throat and really try to get our points across. And it's, like, how about you just, like, I don't know, like, act human? I feel like if if they, like, focus more on Riley and, like, her perspective without all her friends, like, and everybody making her feel so bad about it Mm -hmm. slash bringing it up every chance they got, maybe it'd be a little better, like... If it was just, like, her having to do this thing and then it's hard and people are like, why are you so upset? And then it's, like, her having this moment to herself and then everybody would kind of, like, relate to her and understand what she's going through. Other than, like, everybody else, like, also drilling it in. And then her Mm. being the one that's, like, you know, the one... Because then she just feels, like, more of a victim. And it's, like, that's not what we want. Like, they're, like, why are you so weak? Do you want to be strong? Do you want to fight? And it's, like, okay calm down like you're just pushing her back down like that's not how you like build someone up just make them feel shitty about themselves and so I don't know I but again it's it's tricky because it's like yeah I mean it's hard to like get exactly that point across without being very clear but at at the same time there's a point where it's just way too much Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I agree with you all um (laughs) Should we rank them? I think it's an obvious ranking. I feel like it's a pretty <laughs> obvious ranking, too. I think we all mm-hmm. are unanimous in this. One, One two, two, three. 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 
Is that a Britney Spears mm, song? Yes. Yeah, I didn't hear what you were. I didn't Sorry. Hear the melody Sorry. Well, if you didn't hear, our ranking is one, two, two three. three. <laughs> but imagine it's like one and two are near the top, and three is like at the bottom so of a mountain. Low. In my opinion, it's one like. Kelly's all, yeah, all yeah, the way two up one. here. No, <laughs> two is definitely one, more middle, and bottom. then two is lower middle, two and is three like three is like down, like three fourths at the bottom. It's like buried six feet underground. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And like two is like just breaching the surface, and one is like at the top of the peak on like Mars. Because <laughs> you know what, I think I mentioned this already. But fucking 2019 doesn't even have any kills that they show. They yeah. show, like, maybe one. I feel like the beginning scene is the best. It had yeah. a lot of, like, suspense, and I mm-hmm. was, like, on the edge of my seat kind yeah. of thing. I think it was, like, Lindsay or something. It would be a, th- yeah, it'd be a thing where, like, some they show, like, the person who's about to get killed, and then you, like, it's implied, and then it, sh- like, pans to another person, like, reacting to them being killed. And then you're like, what? I get nothing yeah. out of this. Mm-hmm. So that was really frustrating um, because, like, obviously we don't like murder, but we like watching it in movies like this. And you're not going to watch a slasher without fucking murder. And especially that's why I think that that's what pegs two up a little higher for me is, like, the fact that they had that creative, like, murder aspect because mm-hmm. it was just, like, fun and it was something new. But three literally had nothing to offer except provoking anger out of us. <laughs> They actually got a reaction out of us. And mm-hmm. we like movies that make us feel. Mm-hmm. Even if it's bad. True. Maybe it's actually good and we just are blind. Exactly. See it. I can see I'm blind. Blind. Right, just pick it out of Sorry. I honestly feel like we did a good job, hence being drunk. Like, I mean, I'm honestly, like, more tired at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I think we got our points across, and I think, like, it's it helps that these movies were all pretty, like, um, we have strong feelings about. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us um, on this special installment. I don't think, I hope we weren't too annoying. Um, obviously, when we edit this, we'll listen back <laughs> and see if it would be worth it or interesting to do another drunk episode eventually. But we felt like it would just be a fun twist and, like, Sometimes, like, words flow more freely mm-hmm. and ideas flow more freely when you're, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially, especially with movies like these that, yeah. like, do spark a lot of thoughts. Yeah, and honestly, I feel like we were, like, much more clear and concise in our last episode. <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like we have, <laughs> we like, a little right. more direction. Um, because, like, even though we're drunk, we still had, like, you know, an outline. And, and I feel like talking about these three movies, they're all so different, but they're all, like, you know, connected because they're all in the same kind of little saga. Um, so that helps. Um, honestly, I'm going to say we should do a drunk episode for the Twilight Saga. Hell yeah, definitely think we Because should. I don't know if those constitute a horror movie, but, like, we're going to find a loophole and we're going to make it work. Yeah. Because yeah. those movies are too good. Um but yeah, I feel like this was fun, and I think it helps that we are passionate about these movies, um, you know, and we'll probably do, you know, something like this down the line, mm-hmm. depending on how much money we have and 
how much we can stomach this alcohol and how much time we have to... This alcohol is nasty. Yeah, gross. But, yeah. We hope to do another um, holiday-themed episode um, by the end of the year. We'll watch New also, Year's like, Eve with Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, is there, like, is there like a New Year's there like, is. slasher? I heard about it on the dead meat youtube oh really it's like new we year's love killing them. or something like shout that. out dead meat you will never hear this but we love you yeah um i'll look it up what it was but there's definitely at least one new year's movie out there yeah that's cool. new year's kill maybe new year's kill something like that you know we're not always you know people aren't always uh creative with their titles <laughs> but it's fine there's new year's evil maybe it's that but we will um, plug our letterbox and Instagram and everything below the caption. Um, we hope you guys are having an okay December. Mm-hmm. And and have a happy holidays if that if you celebrate any holiday that is taking place in December. If not, oh, yeah. we'll see you in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Another episode. Um, yeah, and you know, these have been fun. I, I like honestly didn't really know much about horror christmas movies and so this has been like an epic month of finding (laughs) a bunch and you know they're all so fun i haven't found one that like i don't like except for black christmas 2019 so well join us next time on another episode of views Views from from michael's Michael's Window. window that was bad